pick the doctors. Or Frank. Oh, can it, doggy breath? I'm just writing my mom a letter on how hot it gets here when it gets hot here. father got the plague, who would give him the last rites? Hot lips in our tent. That'll be like sneaking past a watchdog. We'll chloroform or kibble. We'll rock her to sleep with a real rock. Hey, MASH fans, it's time for another exciting episode of the MASH 4077th podcast. My name is Al, and with me are my great and awesome co-hosts, Simon. Gentlemen. And Kenny. Hello. <laughs> Today we're discussing Season 5, Episode 6, The Nurses. It's the 103rd episode overall, directed by Joan Darling, written by Linda Bloodworth. It originally aired on October 19, 1976, and the production code is U809. Anybody got an ice cube hat or a snowsuit? I think I just had a hot flash. Colonel, are you going to let them discuss female diseases with ladies present? It's not a disease, doctor. It's a symptom. That's one for her, Burns. Preston, don't contradict the doctors. Or Frank. Oh, can it, doggy Brett? I need more 306. We're out, doctor. I told you to check supply. I did, Major. We're out. You should have anticipated. We have 40 silk, doctor. Will that do? Well, it'll have to. Colonel, we can't go on like this. No supplies, no water. It's been a week since anybody's had a shower. I know. It's beginning to smell like the inside of a whale around here. Imagine what Jonah must have gone through. Well, some people have the courtesy to sponge in their helmets. You go in the deep end. Baker, you want to get that tray organized? It's a mess. Just the way I like it. It's a maid's day off. Well, it's not procedure, and I'll thank both of you to stop interfering with my staff. I wouldn't touch your staff with a ten-foot nurse. Hemostat. I'm not that, you ninny, the other thing. But you asked for the hemostat. Don't give him what he asked for. Give him what he needs. Give him fatter lips. Major, this woman is impossible. I demand a nurse. Listen, mister, don't yes, call sir. me. Dr. Burns to you. Well, seems like a lot of conflict in here. Right, Padre. Everybody, calm down. Lieutenant Preston, just for that, you're in charge of cleaning up the OR after this session. Yes, Major. He may be a lot of things, but he's no mister. Thank you. And a plot summary for this episode. When Hot Lips confines Nurse Baker to her quarters, little does she know that Baker's husband has arrived in the camp. Hawkeye and BJ put them together in Hot Lips's tent, telling everyone that a quarantine patient has been placed there. When Hot Lips discovers what has happened, she breaks down and refuses to press charges. Fudge! You're kidding. It's 110 degrees outside. Oh, this stuff will cool by October. <laughs> I'll wait. <laughs> we'll have the nuts in September. <laughs> I have your assignments for tomorrow. I hope that's not what I think it is. We won't know what it is till September. <laughs> Why don't you guess, and we'll tell you if you're right. <laughs> you're drunk. You know you're not supposed to be cooking in here. I can't help it. I always get cooking when I get drunk. <laughs> be careful or you'll go on report. Report? Heavens to Betsy, next thing...
since you make me stay after school. <laughs> I will not tolerate drunkenness. Major, I already did my duty with 17 hours overtime and three cardiac arrests. You can't upset me. I'm numb. I don't even feel sad with burn patients that look like mummies. That's why I'm drinking, to feel something. Lieutenant, when you sober up, you report to my chance. Major, why don't you leave her alone? You're in enough trouble with that peroxide on your hair. In case you have forgotten, it's against regulations to steal from supply. Is that one natural blonde to another? My hair has always been this color. You mean blonde with black roots? <laughs> I don't have black roots. <laughs> All right, gray. You rotten little... Oh, come on. Come on. Forget the Right, All right. I've had it with you, Baker. You're on report. Your orders will be posted. Well, on this episode, we had some guest stars, unlike a few episodes back, when nobody wanted to admit to being a guest star. <laughs> we had Linda Kelsey as Lieutenant Mickey Baker. Linda is best known for her role as Billy Newman on the CBS drama Lou Grant. All right, then we have Mary Jo Catlett. She returns as Nurse Walsh. And we have... Carol Lucatel, credited though as Carol Lawson Lucatel as Nurse Gaynor. Still acting today, Carol has 62 credits, and at this time on her IMD page, the latest is in Scandal. Mm. Oh, she's in current stuff. Yeah. And Patricia Sturges as Nurse Preston. Only two credits for Patricia, her last in the horror comedy film The Granny. And rounding out our guest list, we have Gregory Harrison, who plays Lieutenant Tom Baker. Still acting today, he's known for playing Dr. George Gates in the kind of follow-up to MASH, Trapper John M.D. Yeah. Surprise! Here she is! Right this way, please. What's Sit right this? down oh, there. Listen, I'm in enough trouble as it is. <laughs> Mickey Baker, this is your life! <laughs> Out of minutes of exhaustive research comes a remarkably dull story, starting with your birth somewhere in the U.S. of A. Radar. Shortly thereafter, because of a keen mind and body to match, you were allowed to skip infancy and go directly to the third grade, where you were heard to say... Oh, uh, when I grow up, I want to be in the Korean War. Are you all drunk? And then there was high school. I'm getting <laughs> Remember those years? Sad, mad, glad, crazy, funny. Then, a restaurant in Seoul. You were sitting alone when you heard a voice say... When you heard a voice say... Hi, is this seat taken? Tony. Tony, where are you? Oh, Tony, I don't believe it. Where did you come from? From under the bed. <laughs> Boy, this is even better than the real program. What program? You mean there's a show like this? I hear you're in trouble. Does that mean I can't see you tonight? Oh, I'm confined to quarters. Oh, great. I've got to be back tomorrow. And I'm doing post-op in ten minutes. Don't worry about tonight. BJ and I'll fix it. We will. For being on our show, this lovely young couple will be flown at great expense to a tent 30 feet from where we're standing, where they will spend a glorious evening in the olive drab room of the Continental Korean Plaza, overlooking the fabulous latrine. <laughs> Compliments of the wonderful people who brought you this war. Hey! How can we be together? I'm restricted. Let's not talk medicine. Let's talk romance. The night belongs to lovers. Oh, boy. You got me with that one. All right, let's go ahead and start discussing this episode. I will start us off. I actually really enjoyed this episode. It's just a really, I thought it was a really good Margaret episode. Uh, I loved her speech to the ladies. 
at the end mm-hmm. when she was starting to get choked up. Yeah. Um, it was very, it, it, you could tell it was from Margaret's heart, you know, and it just, it really delved into her character and how she, she does set her side, you know, she sets herself aside from the nurses. Um, she never really included herself as part of the nurses group, even though she's the lead nurse. She always kept a distance. And I just think it finally kind of boiled over and, and she had enough. And, you know, and part of it's true, you know, that the nurses never treated her kindly, but she also didn't treat them kindly. So, you know, it's a give and take kind of relationship. And neither group was really giving or taking. Mm-hmm. So uh, I, I really enjoyed the aspect of it. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I just really enjoyed. I really don't have many notes other than this was a great Margaret episode, and that's about it. How about you, Al? <laughs> yeah, I, I I enjoyed it too, and I enjoyed it for that reason um, because we got to see we got to see a crack in Margaret's, you know exterior and to see shell, yeah, yeah and that that she really does want to be one and obviously from you know from the from the meltdown that she had this has been something that's been going on for quite some time you know her yeah. feeling this oh, yeah. way um and we got to see that she just wants to be one of the girls but she's always had that well i can't be because i'm their leader type attitude yep now i understand that there are shortages during wartime but a surgical staff who hasn't bathed in over a week? <laughs> Wouldn't that be kind of, I don't know, icky? <laughs> mm. Yeah, but you know, I'm sure they had to do it at times oh. when there was no water. There's got to be some way to, to, I don't know, but I would just think, yeah, whatever. Uh, and why did they have to use Margaret's tent as the quarantine tent? Isn't there like a VIP tent or, I don't know, anywhere? There is, but it was fun to yeah. kick her out. I know, it tent. was a plot device. Um <laughs> And whereas I, I understood I understood why they made Margaret in this episode prickly and, and just really kind of, you know, nasty, I didn't like it from the perspective, you know, from comparing all the other episodes of this season where Margaret's been, like, all happy. And now all of a sudden it's like somebody flipped the switch and she's, you know, badass Margaret again. <laughs> I just – I just – I, I enjoyed the episode, but that was uncomfortable because I was getting comfortable seeing a happy Margaret, if that makes sense. Yeah. yeah. No, I get you. <laughs> and I thought it was fun to see Hawkeye and BJ uh, have their scheme stumble a bit, that it didn't didn't flow flawlessly like most of their schemes do. It was nice to see things not coming off exactly as they wanted to. Yeah. yeah. And I, I mean, other than that, I thought it was pretty good. I, I could watch it again. Oh, yeah, definitely. How about you, Mads? Yeah, no, I really liked it. I mean, I've actually given this a 10 out of 10, but I'm going to drop it down to 9 because um, I I was just thinking of something there. It's actually just what, when I was talking just then, it it actually came into my head was, you know, I I love the fact that you're getting to see what's going on in the nurses' quarters there, you know, behind the scenes (laughs) chat and what goes on and all this. But... Uh, and and I love I love Margaret's breakdown. Uh, I love the yeah. fact that when she turns around and she says, you know, when did you last offer me a damn cup of coffee? And and part of me, th- I really like that. And you know, it doesn't take it away from the episode. But only three episodes earlier, when you had Margaret's engagement, she's sitting in the mess oh, tent yeah. with the girls, laughing and joking about her engagement. So yeah. you know, that, that kind of like you think, well, you know, but but I, I, I'm happy to let that go because I just think one, one Loretta Swift acting in this is brilliant. I oh, love yeah. the prickliness, you know. Uh, this mm-hmm. is more like slightly a season four Margaret though, where she's still with Frank, and you can see where she was starting to get annoyed with it. And but 
there's a little scene where the nurse sneaks back in again and as she lies back down and Margaret opens her eyes and says I'll <laughs> see you in the morning and you think you know she's on the ball all the time but it's such a good lead up to her her scene where she just breaks down and you can see it's from the heart and, and it, what's also nice is the fact you can see the nurse is reacting to it you know um, mm-hmm. I, I, I really like it I think it's a, it's a great little episode and um, yeah it's, it's, def- it's, it's really good to see her, her acting shine in this yeah it's a good yeah, yeah, very, very cool. Major, can we talk to you? About what? About what you're going to do to Lieutenant Baker. And what does that have to do with you? She's our friend. And we don't want to see her in any more trouble. Then you should have stopped her. Let's go. What'd she do that was so wrong? She spent the night in my tent with a quarantine soldier. That soldier was my husband, and it's the first time we've been together since our marriage. It was a violation of rules. Oh, come on, Major. You ruled, regulated, and reported us to death. You're in the Army, and the Army means discipline. We know that. But once, just once, can't you show a little compassion? And once, just once, couldn't you be honest with me? Last night was just another joke, just another lie to Major Houlihan. How can we be honest with you? You're like a cat waiting for the mice to make a mistake so you can pounce. Let's face it, Major. You don't trust us. And do you trust me? You act like I'm the enemy. All right. If I had asked your permission last night, what would you have done? I would have said no. See? Not because it's against regulations, but because of the rotten way you've treated me. The way we've treated you? What are you talking about? Did you ever show me any kind of friendship? Ask my help with a personal problem? Include me in one of your little bull sessions? Can you imagine what it feels like to... To walk by this tent and, and hear you laughing and and know I I'm not welcome. Did you ever once ever offer me a lousy cup of coffee? We didn't think you'd accept. Well, you were wrong. All right, let's go ahead and move on to some behind the scenes. I think Meds has our first one. Uh, yeah, this is one of Levetta Sweet's favourite episodes due to Major Houlihan's interaction with her staff. Uh, I think exactly like what we've just said then. Yeah, yep, I think I so totally too. agree. Yeah. With the exception of Mary Jo Catlett, none of the actresses who played nurses in this episode ever appeared again on MASH, either as nurses or any other character, including Roadkill. <laughs> it's so bizarre that they didn't have Kelly Nakahara there. I know, I know. You know? Because, I mean, she's at least a regular nurse that we see all the time. Yeah. Any of the nurses that we see. I guess they wanted ones with more acting chops, maybe? Yeah, I could don't be. Know. Joan Darling received an Emmy nomination for Outstanding Directing in a Comedy Series for this episode. Uh, with this episode, that we continue to see the softening of Margaret's character. She starts to show her more vulnerable side as well. And this can also be seen as another by the product of her breakup with Frank. <laughs> yeah. The confrontation scene between Margaret and the nurses would be seen again in flashback in the episode Our Finest Hour. Yeah, in fact, all of the uh, the the um, character portfolios when I went to go and write that all say uh, uncredited in our fine uh, in our finest hour. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Major Holohan, we've been had you and me. Your tent was used last night for some devious shenanigans. If you'd like to level charges, I'll understand. I know all about last night, Colonel. It's a private matter between me and my nurses. That's the end of it? 
Yes, sir. Whatever you say, Major. Let's get ready. Look at that. Anybody got a cigar? I didn't even know we were pregnant. No. You delivered it? Not it. It's Miss Sue Ling Sun. She was a breach. She may have come into the world backwards, but she landed on her feet. Oh, she's beautiful. Just like a doctor. All right, you can find MASH 4077 all over the internet. You can find us at Facebook, www.facebook.com slash MASH 4077 podcast. And you can follow us on Twitter at MASH 4077 podcast. And you can follow me at Hawkeye Mids. You can find me, Kenny, at Geeky Fanboy. And I am at Tales Podcast. And we have a totally radical website, man. You can find that at www.mash4077podcast.com. And you can send us your feedback to mash4077podcast at gmail.com. And we even have a very cool store where you can buy all kinds of neat stuff, all with the Mash 4077 logo on it. Even has our pictures. I've seen it. Pretty cool stuff. You can find our online store at www.zazzle.com forward slash mash 4077 podcast. And remember, you can follow us on iTunes, direct download, or of course, from Stitcher Radio. Just search for mash 4077 podcast. All right, cool. So I think we all agree this was a pretty good episode. Yeah. Uh, Definitely a standout for Margaret. Yeah. All right. Well, I'm Kenny. I'm Simon. And I'm Eccleston Tennant Smith Capaldi. <laughs> and we'll be seeing you. Why are we making fudge again in this heat? Well, the last time we made it, Baker threw it all over the front of the tent. Now I'm going to throw it against the back so it'll match. Toss him, it's good. Mmm. What we don't eat, we could always use to waterproof our boots. Evening, nurses. <laughs> good evening, Major. Good evening, Major. I've your assignments for tomorrow. I hope that's not what I think it is. No, Major. It's fudge. Cooking in the tents is against regulations. Yes, Major. Have some? Oh, that's really bad. (laughs) (laughs) How about a lousy cup of coffee? I'd love it. That was the scene in California's Mojave Desert five years ago. Our historic first view of the newcomer's ship. Theirs was a slave ship carrying a quarter million beings bred to adapt and labor in any environment. But they've washed ashore on Earth with no way to get back to where they came from. And in the last five years, the newcomers have become the latest addition to the population of Los Angeles. Alienation, the Newcomers Podcast, is a fan cast devoted to the groundbreaking but short-lived TV series Alienation. This series tackles social issues like racism, bigotry, and intolerance with an alien twist. Each month, we will bring you a podcast dedicated to a single episode. The host will give you their thoughts on the episode, as well as some little-known behind-the-scenes information. So please subscribe to Alienation, the Newcomers Podcast on iTunes, or visit our website at alienationpodcast.com. Hi, 
Hey there, MASH fans, this is Meds. Now, as you know, both myself, Al and Kenny have our own individual podcasts, and mine is called Waffle on Podcast, and we talk about classic television programmes and films from around the world. So if you think that's your cup of tea, or cup of coffee, whichever you like, then come over to iTunes and type in Waffle on Podcast. Or, of course, you can go to our main site, which is at Podbean. So just type in waffleon.podbean.com. We would be honoured if you join us. My name is Al. And I'm Joyce. And we're, we're huge, huge Disneyland, Disneyland fans. In fact, we love the Disneyland Resort so much, we host a podcast dedicated to the happiest place on earth to share that passion with others. That's right. On our show, Tales from the Mouse House Disneyland Podcast, we share current resort news, some tips and tricks we've learned over the years to help make your Disneyland Resort vacation the most magical experience ever. We uncover little-known and often overlooked gems we like to call hidden treasures and even review the attractions and places to eat that make the Disneyland Resort so much fun. And if that wasn't enough, we even share some video episodes to help keep you in that Disney magic state of mind. If you're a longtime fan of the Disneyland Resort or you've just recently discovered the magic, this podcast is for you. You can find Tales from the Mouse House Disneyland Podcast at www. Talescast.com and in iTunes. And remember, make, make it, it a, a Mickey, Mickey day. day. Mash 4077 Podcast is a geeky fanboy production and has a Creative Commons attribution, non commercial, no derivatives, works 3.0 United States license. All rights reserved. It originally aired on October. Something? Oh, crap. <laughs> Hawkeye and BJ put them together in hop season. <laughs> All right, then we have Mo... Moe. Mo? Moe. Moe Joe. Mm. Mm. Mice guy, eh? <laughs> <laughs>